0: Hello everyone, I am Dr. Theodora Regina Berry, Vice Provost for the Division of Student Learning and Academic Success, and Dean of the College of Undergraduate Studies here at the University of Central Florida. And welcome to Academically Speaking. Today we have with us, uh, joining us on this podcast is Clara Lennis. Clara uh, was born and raised in Columbia, and later moved to the United States in 2001 with her parents. She graduated from Winter Park High School and eventually earned a bachelor's degree in interpersonal organizational communication from the University of Central Florida in 2012. As an immigrant, she held different jobs to support her education. And after graduating, she joined Capital Communications a PR form in Orlando. She joined Univision uh, Communications in 2015 as a marketing and sales coordinator. During her tenure at the company, she held numerous positions with increasing responsibility, including multimedia writer and producer for Univision Orlando and Univision Tampa in 2016. National content editor for EtraVision's online news brand, NoticiasYa.com, digital content director for NoticiasYa, and leader of branded content. In 2018, she was awarded an Emmy for the online coverage of Hurricane Irma. After six years in the media industry, Ms. Linus took a big leap in her career and joined the Orlando Utilities Commission, OUC, as a Senior Corporate Communications Coordinator to guide its internal and external communications in both English and Spanish. I want to welcome Ms. Linus to our Academically Speaking podcast and also want to say um, happy Hispanic Heritage Month to all of our listeners. Um, And we are honored to have Ms. Linus join us in celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month. So our topic for today's podcast is what it takes to build a successful career as a Latina. So welcome,
1: Ms. Lennis. Thank you, Dr. Barry, for having me. Um, it's an honor to uh, be in this podcast and share my experience.
0: So um, one of the things we want to uh, focus on in relationship to Hispanic Heritage Month is our ability to celebrate the histories, cultures, and contributions of individuals whose ancestors have come from Mexico Central and South America, Spain, and the Caribbean. Hispanic Heritage Month, as many of us know, takes place between September 15th and October 15th because it marks the independence anniversary of El Salvador, Guatemala, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and Honduras. Um, Mexico and Chile celebrate their independence shortly after or on September 16th and September 18th, respectively. So I'm today delighted to have the opportunity to chat with Ms. Lennis about her experiences building a career as a Latina. So my first question for you, Ms. Lennis, as we share your thoughts and and experiences during this very um, momentous uh, period of our history here in the U.S., is to tell us about your career in communications.
1: What's your typical day like? Well, um, as many of, uh, of you know, communications, it's uh, a very broad topic uh, and it involves many things. So a typical day in my life now at OUC involves a lot of research, a lot of reading, Uh, different projects that, uh, we take on and we are divided, you know, um, uh, we have a digital specialist. Uh, uh, I, I'm also in charge of, um, guiding her through the strategy to work on social media. Uh, we help, you know, uh, we help each other, uh, to become experts in the field as, as far as, uh, help our customers understand all the products and services that we have at the company. Um, I'm also uh, in charge of a lot of uh, translation uh, for our uh, Hispanics uh, customers. Um, And it involves uh, a lot of meetings uh, with different uh, team leaders in the energy and water industry. As, As many of you know, Orlando Utilities Commission provide energy and water to Orlando and its vicinity. It's, it's about 13 municipalities. Uh, it includes St. Cloud and Osceola County. So there's a lot of responsibility within uh, my role. Uh, you gotta make sure that everything's clear, that the message is well written, that uh, we, m- we make a clear statement on what we wanna say and transmit to our uh, customers. Uh, I'm also uh, in charge of uh, any media requests when it comes to Spanish speaking uh, representative from OUC. So um, during the past month, I have uh, been in charge of giving an uh, uh, actual uh, interviews in Spanish for TV networks. And sometimes that can be intimidating, mostly because you're talking about a serious topic, which is, you know, people's water and energy supply. So um, you have to be prepared. You have to, again, uh, I go to number one, you got to read a lot. You have to do your research. You got to prepare yourself and uh, become that expert. So um, communications, again, it's a broad topic, but it involves many steps along the way. And I think that... uh, uh, thanks to uh, my education at UCF, I think uh, that helped a lot. And obviously, your, uh, my experience that I have gained in the past uh, almost seven years in the media industry has helped me a lot, too. So it is a different um, move, basically, from broadcast journalism to corporate communications.
0: Well, that is a wonderful segue to my next question, because you recently made this big change moving from broadcast journalism to corporate communications. So first, tell us a little bit about the differences between the two, right, Um, being sort of engaged in um, providing information to people through broadcast versus what it means to engage in communications on, on a corporate level. And then tell us your
1: motivation for wanting to do this. Why did you do it? So journalism broadcast or being in the, uh, in the news industry, it's uh, basically transmitting and informing the community about anything that's going on, uh, you know, real time. Uh, from, you know, uh, the unfortunate crimes that, you know, uh, shake any city to job fairs, to healthcare, uh, to immigration—that's that's, uh, what I did the most. Uh, my previous job, uh, we focused a lot on immigration because we serve the Hispanic community. So it was always on the move. So when you're, you're when when you're in that industry, when you're in news you have to meet a lot of people. You have to dig in. You have to start carving that story so you you get it right. So from there, I moved to corporate communications, which is basically being on the other side of the spectrum and trying to pitch that story to the news, uh, to the media. So is basically I was working on one side and then I jump on the other side. So corporate communications, it involves a lot lot of uh, identifying the right message and the right story. So you're also on the news. Uh, So um, on corporate communications, we got to make sure that uh, it involves internal and external customers. When I said internal, it means employees. And when I say external, it means our clients or our customers. So... It's that's basically the difference. On news, we're always looking for that story. We're we're always looking for the truth. We're always looking for that relevant information for the community. And on corporate communications, we're always looking for the right story to make our company stand out and offer that help to the community. So they they both work together because we need news to be the outlet for our uh, community. And we also need uh, news to be informed. So it it all works out together. It's just that I was on one side and then I took this big leap that you were mentioning earlier and took on the role of corporate communications. All so. right.
0: That, that was quite informative. And I'm sure many of the things that you've learned along the way can be attributed to your experience as a college student. So as you look back on your college experience, um, talk to me about those things that you felt were beneficial. And then talk to me about those things that you wish you could change or that you had or, or opportunities that you think you missed, things that you
1: wish you had done. Uh- I think that as a student, you don't have to don't take yourself or your decisions, your outcomes um, or even your mistakes so seriously. There's nowhere special to get to and no special like accomplishment to check off the list. It's all about the right. I mean, I mean, the right. Uh, the moment is now. But basically, the place is here. The person is you make those choices that make you feel alive, share with your peers, enjoy your campus, study hard, but play harder and see all those results. It's basically about that, um, the right that you're going through. And I think that's one of the things that I want to um, make sure Penelope, my daughter, she gets that, she enjoys college life from everything, from going to the library, from sharing with their peers, from everything, because all that is part of the process. And that was built, you know, that, that, that is what builds character. And that, that is going to give you that experience for the future. So, I think my advice to all the students is always take advantage of every single opportunity that is available for them. And I'm talking about internships, I'm talking about abroad programs that they offer, you know, at UCF or many universities, uh, or even do research work that can open a hundred doors for you and your future. It is, again, bottom line for me, it is all about the ride and not a final destination.
0: All right, excellent. So as women who are professionals, there are some experiences that we may have that that men don't necessarily have in in thinking about the kinds of things that we do or the kinds of things that we should do or, or wish we had done. So what is one thing you know now about women and work
1: that you wish you had known earlier? Ooh, uh, I guess m- women should know that you don't have to prove that you can do it all because you as a woman, you already have superpowers. I know it sounds cliche, but we kind of do because we're, we're women, we're mothers, we're friends, we're uh, cooks, we are professional career women. I mean- we do it all. So sometimes it's not easy or smooth, but we can balance life between work and home. Um, I, you gotta make sure that you can always ask for help. Uh you're not inferior. Actually, you're as, you're pretty much uh above the, the average. <laughs> uh and and again, if you need assistant uh for anything, just ask for help. You don't always have to be perfect. And as my husband reminds me, you cannot fix everything. So uh, I think that's, that's the thing that I know now about women and it's that you don't have to prove that you can do it all. It's one step at a time. And we have enough on our plates. We're Again, we're mothers, we're friends, we're uh, professionals. We, we can do it all, but uh, we don't always have to do it all at the same time.
0: That sounds like really good advice. So in thinking about that in the same vein, what challenges do you think Latina women face
1: in the workforce? There is always going to be, uh, not always going to be, hopefully changes. But uh, last year I worked a campaign campaign. Uh, before election, uh, we called it Juntas Votamos, which means uh, together we vote. And we promoted the Latina vote uh, uh, to basically encourage women to go out and vote. Uh, And we gave different reasons. And uh, one was, you know, family. Second was uh, salary. Uh, It's not always going to be, it it hasn't been the same as uh, compared to other uh, races or ethnicities. So I think Latina women face those uh, now and hopefully it's going to change in the future. That's why we're here for, to keep fighting for those future generations like my daughter uh, and to let them know that they they can be whoever they want to be. If they want to be an astronaut or if they want to be a hairdresser, Just be the best that you can. If that is your talent, don't feel ashamed that because I do nails, it's not worth it. Everything's worth it. As long as you do it with passion, that you're happy and that it fulfills your life. So uh, the challenges are those. uh, Mostly salary, there's a gap, definitely. And uh, maybe some opportunities, but um, as As a Latina woman who was born in another country and came here, uh, you know, when I was a teenager, I have seen how my commitment to be better has paid off. And uh, I am actually in a good position right now that I can provide for my family and that I enjoy doing. Because, again, whoever is listening to me, you have to enjoy what you do. That way you're happy in your life.
0: Excellent. So as as I know, as I think about my own journey um, in, in academia and some of the things that I've learned along the way, there were some people who I saw as role models for the kinds of things that I could do. Talk to me about the people who influence you, who've been either role models to you or people who've been supportive of you. And particularly, um, I'm interested in the Latinas who've been that person who's been supportive or has served as a role model for you.
1: Well, uh, throughout my career at Introvision, again, we worked many campaigns that were uh, targeted towards women. And uh, one of the interviews that we did was with Dolores Huerta. She is an American labor Love leader. Love her. Yeah. She's, an, <laughs> uh, she's she, uh, uh, you know her, but. Uh, I'm yeah, I got it. to meet her
0: when I was in Texas.
1: Yes. I'm uh, <laughs> an American labor leader, civil mm-hmm. rights activist. And she worked with Cesar Chavez, who is also, mm-hmm. you know, the co-founder of the, I think is the National Farm Workers Association. Yes. yes. They have done a great job in the struggle that they have endured. It has been tremendous. So, to meet her and talk to her and um, learn about her, her, commi- her it's it, it goes beyond passion because she it's like second nature for her. So, that is definitely a role model that I wish um, you know we can take on and learn from from her and try to do better things for our community, but. I also have a local role model here in Orlando. She's very dear to my heart, <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, I'm uh, I get sentimental, but mm, uh, she is uh, Angela uh, Alban. and you know her. Yes, um, she is Symmetry CEO, and she has inspired me to keep going. And there's not enough words to thank her for what she has done with me. So every day that I can, I I need to thank her for what she does for everybody, for her family, for her company, for the community in Orlando and for us i mean she is a tremendous uh role model and i invite anybody to go and google her because she has two kids she has a an incredible family but she's also an incredible professional i mean she has built this company from scratch and is super successful so this goes back to those superpowers that i mentioned earlier that women can do it all. But again, you've got to, you know, you got to take it one step at a time because sometimes, you know, you can burn out and you can uh, be stressed. But Angela is a perfect example that you can do it all and you can have it all and be happy and passionate about it. That's why she's so successful because she loves what she does. She's an engineer who basically has built a, a, an amazing company, an amazing family, and she's probably going to grow even bigger. Uh, and she is one of my biggest role model as a career woman, as a Latina, Hispanic-owned business. And I again, I invite everybody to Google her and ask her questions because she can give you great advice in, uh, from academia to professional to even... Uh, everyday life.
0: And, and for our listeners, um, Angela Albon, who is also a member of our advisory board for the College of Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Student Learning and Academic Success, but she's also been very supportive of our um, women um, and mentoring program for our Center for iSTEM initiatives and has been truly supportive of our uh, women in STEM programs at at UCF and just been really supportive of of UCF in general. And so uh, we are thrilled to have a relationship with her. And I am not surprised that she (laughs) is one of the people who has influenced you in in relationship to the building of your career because uh, she's just a really dynamic person who really cares about, our our young people and the building of their, their careers. So um, that is tremendously heartwarming to hear that she has such reach across uh, the Orlando community and has had the ability to uh, lend support
1: to you in the growth of your career. And so everything comes full circle, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Any, anytime I need advice in regards to a career move this huge leap that I took I didn't even call my husband I call her I was like I need your advice on this and she always nails it she always does so I'm very grateful to have her in my life because it she can do it all and she's living proof that you can be a top executive, but also be a great mother and a great friend. So uh, kudos to Angela. <laughs> I'm sorry I got emotional. No, no, that's quite all right.
0: I completely understand. We all have those individuals who make such a huge difference in our lives and our ability to not only be um, exceptional professionals, but enhance our personhood, Right it's one thing to be an exceptional professional, but it's something else entirely um, to be an extraordinary person um, that can really make a difference in people's lives. So, um, and I think it's important for our listeners to know that this is the kind of um, path that folks should be thinking about, not only how can I be an exceptional professional and do really well in in my job and and really well in my career, but how can I make a difference to individuals um, and particularly to my own community, right? And so to know that she has such reach um, in the Orlando community, but also in the Latino community um, is is really, really significant. Um, And so thank you for your willingness to share that with
1: us really appreciate uh, so that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It has to be, it has to be say. <laughs> Gotta say it. All right. So one
0: final question. Um, if you had to use three words to describe yourself, what would those three words be? And why would you select those three words?
1: The first one will be passionate. I try to be passionate whenever uh, I want to do something right and I want to do something good. So, um, not to go, you know, so much back in time when uh, when I was interviewing for OEC. That day, I looked in the mirror and I was like, "You gotta put passion in this. You gotta sell yourself just as you are." being a genuine person, being who you are and share what you can do for the company. Uh, and the, I think you gotta be like that for anything that you do in your life. Um, so passion, passionate will be one. Um, another one would be team player. I love to work as a team. I, that's one of the things that when I left Dendrovision, my old team let me know, and that they were glad they actually worked with me because they felt that we worked shoulder to shoulder, that we never worked, uh, Oh, she's the boss and we are the subordinates. Um, So I always, Take credit for the whole team. It's not my uh, success; it's everybody's because we all work together to, you know, make that goal happen. So, team player will be the second one, um, and the third one, it will be happy. It's something so simple, but yet so hard to to be sometimes mostly in, uh, nowadays with everything that's going on, where we're still living in a pandemic, something that human history, uh, modern human history has never seen. So, um, I, I, consider myself a happy person. I, I have a great family. My parents, you know, they migrated from Colombia, and they have done several physical jobs that, uh, They have taken a toll on their health, and and I'm aware of that. So I'm trying to work harder so they can retire earlier, (laughs) because it's hard to see them like that. And but they knew that it was for a better future. So I'm, I'm happy to have them in my life. They're a great support. Juan, who also is an alumni, he's an engineer. Um, he's my support as well. And he basically, uh, makes me happy because he lets me, he, he, he lets me be who, my, who I am. Uh, he supports me in any decision I make, uh, gives me advice obviously, but, um, he's the logical thinker of the house and I'm the, uh, crazy one who goes like, let's go, let's do it. And he's like, wait a minute. So I think it's a great balance. We we make a great team. And I'm also happy because I have a great daughter. She's the sweetest. She's she's growing up uh, learning Spanish. We only speak to her in Spanish. Now she's digging into the English world. And she's like, can we speak in English? And I'm like, no, we can't. You you will soon talk to, you know, all you want at school with your teachers and your, your friends, but at home, we're going to speak in Spanish and we're going to raise her, you know, with our Colombian culture. We're going to try to make her love our traditions. And, And I mean, she's free to do whatever she wants, but still, um, uh, basically, uh, and try to grow with, uh, with our heritage, which is the Hispanic heritage that we can deny. It has contributed a lot to this country. We're over 62 million people who speak Spanish uh, uh, and who bring a lot to the table, a lot. So I'm glad to be part of this community. I'm glad to... Um, To be an alumni, UCF gave me a lot, gave me the base to be who I am right now. And I'm just passionate team player and happy. But
0: those are two exceptional words, three exceptional words. And I am happy to have had the opportunity to talk to Ms. Clara Lennis, who is our Senior Corporate Communications Coordinator. For the Orlando Utilities Commission. Um, it has been a pleasure to have the opportunity to speak with you and I'm delighted to be engaged with and have the opportunity to have our listeners hear the voice of a proud Colombian, a proud Latina who is doing great things professionally and personally for herself as a Latina, for her community, and for her family. Uh, gracias, muchas gracias. And thank you so much uh, to, for your voice during this very important season of our year, Hispanic Heritage Month. I wanna thank our listeners for joining us during this particular podcast. We hope that you have had an opportunity to learn some things as we engage in these very important conversations. So academically speaking, I am Dr. Theodore Regina Berry, and thank you for listening and joining us for this podcast.